is Priest Holmes a better running back than Fred Taylor? Hell no. no. When he made the Pro Bowl. Well, let's be clear. I didn't leak that information. Me and my agent, we, we are not the ones who leaked that information. So y'all need to ask the other side or whoever. Folks want to pop off? I wasn't really prepared for this interview to go in this direction. If you don't want to play football, just walk away from the game. Don't give me no old because I'm scared. If you're scared, you're scared. Go to church. And let's face it, all the great NFL quarterbacks have had mustaches. This is probably not that bad. This is not that bad. Knock on wood if you're with me, okay? This is the best podcast happening right now. I don't want to be struggling trying to pick the proper wording and being politically correct. No, man, I'm tired of that. I just want to talk like I talk. Keep it real. We keep it real, real, man. Uh, Keep It Real Podcast, episode 121. Chill Will is here. I'm in the building. Big Sofa's here. We social distancing. Still social We're distancing, doing some, man. Doing something different live Instagram. We ain't never done this, but check it out. I mean, you know, hopefully we, we, we can maybe do this, you know, next time and we'll get some more viewers and yeah. y'all can listen to it. You know, yeah. I think it'll be fun. Definitely, definitely. So, of course, our uh, Instagram is uh, Keep It Real Podcast and, um, Man, let's let's just jump right into it. Um, just got a news flash on my, on my phone about an hour ago. Ooh, uh, Tevin, I saw it. Yeah, I saw that. I saw Tevin. Hey, yeah, I saw it on Facebook before it hit the news. Like, yeah. I honestly, I saw like it was like it was a, it was a report on Facebook. Yeah, that the helicopters were out in Queens Harbor and they were over the Telvin Smith's house again. Yeah. So I immediately, obviously, you know, obviously, we went to you know first post news, news for Jacks to see if anything, you know, see if anything was you know transpiring. Yeah, didn't see anything at that time. Uh, but as I went throughout my day, about an hour or so later, I got an alert that he had been arrested for uh, sexual conduct with certain minors. <sighs> with a minor now now me and you had a conversation because of course um police were at his house after thanksgiving the week of right. the week of thanksgiving so that's when they were there they confiscated the escalade um and you know you you would call some people you knew i i called some people i knew and um reports you know, were they yeah. were looking for dna yeah they were looking for dna and i don't think dna took six months to come back you know, yeah. I just don't. I think that this is something new, or they found something new on him, mm-hmm. uh, or some new evidence. And uh, at this point, he's been arrested. His bond is fifty thousand. I assume he'll be out probably by Monday or something like that. I'm sure he'll be he'll better bond himself out. Yeah, uh, he can put it, he can put his Queens Harbor house up and, and bond out. I'm sure he's going to have some type of restrictions or and uh, you know you know, where he can go and things of that nature, home monitoring and things of that nature, GPS. So yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out in the court system. Now, now some of the people that I had talked to when everything went down in Thanksgiving, um, the word I got is it wasn't necessarily him, but right. one of his that's, boys. That's what I got to, and that's what I got too. Um, and I guess whatever happened, happened in the truck. And once again, just like you said, DNA, that's why they were looking. That's why they needed to, to check the truck out. Um, so they're, they're being real tight lipped about this. The only thing I found out today, once I got the uh, 
the uh, the news uh, blurb that came across on the phone. Um, so it is not it is not FBI. It is not the um, DEA. So there's no drugs involved. It is not um, it, it's not this. It's not those those higher end law enforcement agency. So this is something from JSO. Well, that's what it's uh, allegedly. That's 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 what I'm look, reading between the lines and seeing. Um, so that that's kind of all I got right now. Um, it's ugly. It is very ugly because uh, e- you know even uh, allegedly it's Tevin, Telvin. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know th- th- this type of charge, this is like the heaviest thing you can you can throw on a male, you know. Um, I, I, it's a scar. It's a scar. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a definite scar. Uh, nobody wants that. Uh, it's definitely not something. Uh, you look at you. I mean, he's got daughters, so I mean, obviously, you know, you just, you know, you just hope and pray. You know, he's being possibly, you know, maybe they're trying to put pressure on him yeah. to roll over on his friends because the charges are vague. You know, sexual activity with certain minors. I, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't understand. I've never certain minors. What does that mean? White girls, black girls, Chinese? I don't know. What is, just what certain, certain ones. Mi- just certain what are certain ones? I, <laughs> what are certain ones? I, I I, that, that, that threw me for a loop. So uh, I have to look that up and see. But you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, he of course, you know, he he, he left football to focus on his health, focus on his family, uh, which obviously he's he's that's what he's been doing allegedly. We we don't know. Um, he you know he's been off and on social media, um, from time yeah, to time. I mean, at this point, you know, it's just whatever happened with him, you yeah. just want him to whatever happened. You know, I just wish the best for him, and hopefully uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm, I'm just – I'm not going to pass judgment on anybody. I'm just going to wait to see what the court system says. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that was breaking news, uh, what, approximately like an hour ago. Um, About two hours ago yeah. now, but, you know, I anticipate he'll be out soon. I mean, 50000 I don't I mean – I'm sure he got it. They took a fifty thousand dollar Escalade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So of course we, we're gonna try to find out all the information we can, and of course we will let you guys know. Man, let's go ahead and talk about the draft. You know, we had we had another episode um, uh, last weekend where we talked about the first day of the draft, but everything is in right now. Um, how how you feel the Jaguars did? Uh, you know, for me. I like a lot of the players they got. I thought they got some players. I think they missed on a couple of players, obviously. I think they could. And I thought the, the main thing I wanted to see the Jaguars possibly adjust was that offensive line. Yeah. Uh, you know, they did draft a tackle. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to see them draft a guard. I thought, you know, one of the guards or you know, several of the guards from Michigan uh, was capable. I thought the center from Wisconsin was a – you know, we had so many late-round picks. I thought, you know, those were guys that we could easily get, and uh, they've been in good systems where you can, you know, breed these guys and, yeah. uh, and, and build them up in your system to be, you know, solid players for years to come. Uh, you know, I just hope that, uh, you know, these players that the Jaguars got, obviously they got 12. Hopefully, you know, the players that they got pan out. You know, we want them to be, uh, you know, players that contribute to this team because, they, they got to we'll contribute. Picking, if they don't, we know we'll be picking in the top ten again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, were you surprised that um, they picked a the quarterback? They picked a the quarterback in uh, round six. 
Uh, no, I'm, I'm not surprised. I think they've picked the quarterback the last couple rounds. What up, Chanel? I see you on here. Uh, but uh, I haven't. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised what quarterback they picked. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a guy that had some. He, he's six six. Got a lot of talent. Deep throw guy. Makes a lot of throws. So I mean, I don't know if that's somebody they want to develop. But for me personally, I was praying and hoping that they would get Jalen Hurts. I know. I know you. You mentioned that a, a number of times. Uh, you're not the only one. Um, I kind of had a feeling that they weren't um, going to get him. Um, and, and you know, I, I feel like I feel like the, the Jaguars don't. They haven't done well with with high. Um, what do I want to call them? High, high priority guys. Profile. Yeah, high profile, profile guys. Yeah, high profile well, guys. They, I think, they haven't done well. I think true, possibly. But I think what when you, what you have with with Jalen is a proven winner. You know, a guy yeah. who is a guy that is, uh, you know, somebody who handled true adversity at Alabama. You know, losing that starting job. You know, and you look at a lot of way some a lot of you know younger generation kids or how they handle things. They don't handle it very maturely. Yeah. But the way he handled it. You know, was exceptional to me. You know, a one. You know, across the board. I think that. Uh, you know, I thought he was. A, you know, he's a winner. I thought he would be a guy that, even if Mensu doesn't pan out, he's a young guy that could, you know, possibly develop and push Minshew. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's that's what I thought. And this young guy from Oregon State, I think he he's a guy that, you know, has a lot of talent uh, that, and, and can push Minshew. I think. Uh, I think he definitely does some things Minshew can't do as far as throwing the football. But I think Minshew has some ability as far as running the football yeah. that he doesn't have. And I think Jalen has, you know, he has the complementary of both. So that's why I like Jalen. And possibly Jalen could possibly be, you know, if they could possibly package a deal with, you know, Philly uh, to, to, to send Yannick up there. Because I know he was, uh, you know, that was a, a main, you know, spot that he really wanted to go to. And Philly was trying to get him. Prior to the draft, so they could package Jalen Hurts in that deal. Man, you think Phil? I don't think Philly is going to let Jalen go. Um, what up, Iceberg? I see you here now. Iceberg had a question. He said, "What about tight end? They did draft a tight end in the sixth round, um, Tyler Davis. Um, and didn't they just didn't the Jaguars sign a tight end from? Uh... Well, they drafted it. They drafted a tight end last year. Remember, he tore he, he his hamstring yes. guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hamstring. So they had the tight end last year. They brought in Tyler Eifert. They have Shaughnessy, who's on the roster. And they drafted another guy. So they have four. I think, you know, this guy is, uh, you know, a solid kid. I thought they had an opportunity to get some different tight ends here and there. Uh, I thought they could have got the kid from FAU uh, who was solid. You know, he, he won the, the the Mackey Award. And also they had an opportunity to get the tight end from Washington mm. who was on the board for a while. And he was, you know, a real good player. So, uh, you know, We'll just see. You know, it just depends on how things work out. I think the guy who they did get uh, was, uh, you know, a solid player. Uh, I saw Randy Marson wasn't drafted, but he's got some foot issues. He had some uh, some foot issues. He's got some injury issues. I think he had another issue after the combine or prior to the combine. I don't even know if he went to the combine. I know he had some foot issues. He's broken his foot, I think, twice. So I oh, think he's man. had some issues. That's why Randy Moss's son wasn't drafted. Uh, but I think Randy Moss definitely will train him up and get him right. So uh, I think that'll be 
that's a good pickup for somebody. Somebody should pick him up. Yeah, yeah. Um, how you feel that about uh, um, Shaq Quarterman out of Miami from Duval oh. County? Chill. Honestly, I when I did a mock draft, I, you know they got the little mock draft. I picked I picked Quarterman. Yeah. Um, myself, I thought he was a solid player. I thought, you know, obviously, but this was before the signing of uh, what's his name, Preston, I think it is from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I'm not Cincinnati, but Cleveland. Uh, but before they signed him, I thought they, they needed to get him to move miles. Zach Quarterman is a hometown guy. Uh, from yeah. Oak Leaf, went to Oak Leaf High School. I wouldn't even mind him signing Pitney, a, a Range Viking alumni as well. But those two linebackers definitely can play. Uh, and and I, I was definitely happy with that pick. I yeah. think all around, I was happy with some of the players that they, you know, that, they, that the Jaguars picked. Except I, I just wanted them to draft, you know, you know, address that offensive line, especially that interior uh, with, um, you know, possibly moving of Noel or, uh, you know, releasing of Noel or something like that. But uh, maybe Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Robinson, I'm sorry. Now, um, this is the first time that it's basically been uh, the GM and the coach, you know, picking – you know, with no other, you know, it was what the three-headed monster. Tom Coughlin was involved in there. Um, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know how much pull Tony Khan got involved in it too. Um, but, but Dave Caldwell, he, he's on the line right now with these picks. Oh, he's definitely, he's he definitely, definitely on the line. Is. I mean, so, but, but his how, job is definitely. On. How many times has the Jaguars looked good on paper? You know, I, we've been in this situation before. Oh, on paper, we look damn good. We're going in, into you know this season. We're gonna be we're gonna be good. We got this person, that person. We we've looked good on paper before, and then when it comes to the season, <laughs> we back to the Keystone Cops. We back to looking crazy. Um, I'm I'm not gonna go as far as say we we the laughing stock of the NFL, but. You know, it's, oh, it's, it's, that, it's close. I mean, I think when you when you look at this team, it's definitely going to be still a young football team. Obviously, yeah. we're going to be a young football team. And that's what's been our, our, our staple the last couple of years. And I think the Jaguars hopefully can build these young guys to be, you know, long-term pros. Uh, when you look at guys like Taylor, Josh Allen, you want these guys to be here 10, 12 years, yeah. you know, giving back to the city. Uh, giving back to the team, uh, making great plays, going to the Pro Bowl, making all you know all pro. So uh, when you look at this, you look at uh, Henderson, uh, a guy who uh, has the ability of Jalen Ramsey. You know he's got that ability to be that guy. Uh, hopefully, you know he just you know works on his craft, works on, you know to get better. All these guys work to get better, and uh, you know we'll have a, a, a better season. Now, like I said before, you know, we need at least four, possibly five of these guys to come in and make direct impact this season. Yeah, they got to. Got to. Because if they don't, then. (laughs) Um, We'll be picking in the top ten again. I know. I'm real intrigued by um, the guy that they got in round two, the guy from Colorado. Oh, Um, he's a beast. I've watched some film on him. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely got some. He definitely got some some beast to him. He's a uh, he's an athlete that uh, has got so much strength. And uh, you know, when you get the football in his hand, his ability to 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 go the distance and score, uh, you know, is going to be big time. You know, him, you know, with Minshew and and Westbrook and 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 D. Day Chark, 
Now, yeah. these guys have got to be staples. Obviously, Leonard Fournette wasn't traded. I still don't see a trade for him. Uh, the Jaguars have until May 5th to exercise their fifth-year option. So these next couple of days are really going to be interesting to see how the Jaguars handle Leonard Fournette. Hmm. I mean, so do do you feel like he's going to be on the team? This year, yeah. Yeah. This year, yeah. I, I think he'll be here uh, because, obviously, it's, it, they're not going to just cut him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, if they, and, 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 unless somebody calls with a, you know, just one of those uh, godfather deals where you just can't pass it up, I expect Renner Fournette to be a Jaguar. I expect him to be a professional. Uh, Teddy Rubisky, the way he handled himself last year was top-notch. I think he'll handle himself. I think what he did wasn't wrong. He just, you know, he, he campaigned for a guy he knows who he thinks can come and help his team. What, yeah. I mean, I, what is wrong with that? Will Minshew be upset with that? Maybe, possibly. But can him and Fournette talk and have a conversation about that yeah. and still be okay? I think so. Um, Iceberg, I see you just put the Cam Newton up there. Um, and, and a lot of people are asking about that. Believe it or not, Cam Newton still does not have a team. Uh, Jameis Winston signed, you know, with, with the Saints. Um, I didn't think – I thought Cam would be gone before Jameis Winston. But this is what – this is our new normal. Well, when you look at – when you look at Cam and you look at Jameis, I would think Jameis would go first, obviously, because Jameis – played last season. He threw for over 5,000 yards. You're right. Did I didn't for, think about that. And Cam has been hurt. So, with, and a lot of guys, I think, will happen even, you know, with, with, with Pinckney, the guy from uh, Reigns who didn't get drafted from Miami, the other linebacker, yeah. is he had an injury that happened after the combine. So, after the combine, you have to think these teams weren't allowed to physically put their hands on players to have their doctors look at them, yeah. examine them, bring them, you know, those 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 days. So uh, that's where a lot of guys uh, fell off at. So I think that that's where, you know, Shaq fell off, and I think that's where uh, Moss fell off, that these guys weren't able to be seen by, you know, team doctors. So uh, I mean, but, but I know, look, me and you, we know how the NFL works. I know some calls have been made. I know some doctors have been contacted. So... I, I, teams got to do they do their due diligence they find out what's going on with people um do you think that those guys will get picked up before or invited to a training camp who cam Newton? i definitely think no yeah yeah I, I know cam is going to be somewhere we just don't know where but i mean just those guys that that are hurt or were hurt are hurt right oh, now uh, i think i think sat i think sat uh i think pinkney will definitely get picked up and some guys, you know, obviously, you know, it's going to be different because, you know, obviously minicamp will be coming up for the rookies if they had a normal life where we used to know. But now it's all going to be virtual. So there won't be any guys that get cut yeah. based on minicamp performances. You know, we had guys get cut based on minicamp performances. Now it won't be because there's really no evaluation unless a guy just, you know, don't get on the meetings or – you know, don't show up or something of that nature yeah. or, you know, doing something stupid, you know, getting high in the meeting in the background. I don't know who knows anything, but I don't think that'll happen. So 
it won't be for a guy to get picked up now that's not a veteran uh, that, that wasn't picked up right after the draft. It'll be for somebody getting hurt once, the, you know, these guys start working out again. Yeah. Now, this whole virtual thing, I think what's going to happen, because if these guys aren't playing together, if these guys aren't practicing together, where are they going to get that uh, synergy between each other? And, and, and a lot of times it's just the little things, you know. It is. How, how, is, how is that going to happen? Well, you know, they just have to build it up once they get together, you know. Uh, you know, that, that it just comes with time. Obviously, when you look at it, everybody's not going to be able to, you know, get together until everybody's able to. So, you know, everybody will be on the same playing field as far as knowing their new player, their 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 old player. So, yeah, uh, it won't be. I don't think anybody will be at an advantage or disadvantage, but it'll be who can jail the fastest. I mean, but look at this. I feel like Tampa's already got an advantage. And and I'm not just talking about having Tom Brady. You got Tom Brady and Gronk. They know each other. They know each other, but they also have to learn a new offense too. So they're not going to be running the same offense they ran mm. together in New England. Uh, so I mean, it's going to be a different offense. They're going to have different terminology. They have they've got to get on the same page, the same as terminology with that though. But I mean, a situation. Just take the Browns. Like the Browns, you know, they brought in all these pieces last year, and to me, it still just didn't gel. Odell and right. they they still it, you know it, it, it's they they've been playing together a year and it still ain't gelling like it should. It, it, well, I mean that could be a team that you know obviously they've had some time. They could be one of the teams that could hopefully you know pick up from where they left off last season. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know you you want to have that continuity. I'm sure guys are uh, that live in the cities are getting together uh, some kind of way, some kind of you know how they're they're meeting up. And they're working out. You know, guys are going to do it. Guys that really, truly want to win are going to meet and, and get together. And they'll, they'll throw, you know, like, you know, quarterbacks. You know, Blake was going out to California. and You know, guys go to Texas. Guys will get together. They'll have their seven-on-sevens. They'll have their one-on-ones. And they'll work out. And, uh, they'll get their timing. Now, that's the thing. With with the CBA, and, and you could probably answer this because I, I don't know. So, say, say I was Minshew. And I call all the receivers, and you know, as long as we do it outside of the team, whatever, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, as long as you're not using the team facility, facility, yeah, and and uh, so I mean, okay. if we showed up to Jack's Beach and start throwing routes, you could do it. Yeah, okay, okay. I figured out that's how it was, but I, I just wanted to know for sure um, how it was. Um, any other teams that really caught your eye in the draft? Who who do you think did did good? Uh. The Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders had some good picks. I like Miami. Miami had a decent draft. Uh, Saints had a good draft. I think the Saints brought some players in that could help them. Uh, and Tampa. Yeah. Tampa had a decent draft as yeah. well. You Tampa know, got Tampa some young, decent. hungry dudes there. And then add Tom Brady to that. Yeah. They, they had a, a nice draft as well. Yeah. Uh Arizona was solid. Arizona had a solid draft. Uh, I think Cincinnati. You know, when you look at getting Joe Burrow and some of the players that they got, I think yeah. they had a good draft. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Saints real quick. We, we talked about James Winston a few minutes ago. So, Winston backing up Breeze, which that that looked damn good to me. Yeah, I mean, that's a surprise because, you know, the, the, the backup they have, uh, what's his name, uh, 
They just signed him to a deal. But, you know, he wanted, you know, starter money. He wanted, you know, they franchise tagged him. Yeah. So that's definitely a lot of money in that quarterback room. Yeah. Uh, he wants to be the starter. They signed Jameis Winston. So it's going to be interesting to see how those reps are going to be divvied up in training camp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but once again, I think the Saints are going to look good. Uh, one of the Saints rivals, Green Bay. Now, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he said he was surprised by them picking a quarterback. I don't know why, because he'd know he's got maybe a couple more years, you know. But he got to know they, they got to be rebuilding or they got to have somebody, you know, in that room to replace him. But he said, he, he said he was surprised by that. I mean, I can see how he's surprised. I mean, I think, you know, when you, when you go to the AFC Championship, you don't think that they're going to be drafting a quarterback in the first round. Yeah. I think the Packers, that's what they do. Uh, Brett Farr came out today and even said that he sees Aaron Rodgers playing with another team in the next in the future year or two uh, where he could be playing for another team or Jordan you know, Love could be the starter. I, I don't have a problem with what the Packers did. They're looking for their, you know, out for their future. Yeah, of they course. felt that that was going to be their guy uh, going forward, and, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know another thing I skimmed across NFL.com. So, um, Vinatieri still want to kick. He's over 40 now, ain't he? Yeah, for he almost 50. <laughs> he did me 47. Hey, <laughs> Vinatieri, I mean, he's been, a, I mean, he's been, he's been solid over the years. Now, uh, this, this, know, this last year he had some, uh, you know, I mean, understand. Yeah. But, I mean, at 46, 47 years old, to still have it and, uh, you know, be able to, to compete at a high level, yeah. I about nothing but respect for him. If he can do it and somebody gives him an opportunity, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, we got to see because he is a free agent. Um, and, you know, he, he had some issues with his knee. Um, so, he, I think he had a surgery on it at the end of last season or something like that. Um, I don't know if anybody gonna pick him up though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Of course, of course, the last fourteen years he's been been there in Indianapolis. But he said he he gonna be ready, man. He said he is part of a champion. So you can't you can't you can't doubt him. Yeah, you can't you can't because he done killed a whole lot of people's dreams uh, in the last last minute of of many games. Somebody said something about Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Uh. Who did he sign with? Panthers. He's the Panthers. Oh, yeah. He's going to be the starter there. Yeah. I mean, he's the man. He's the man. I think he'll be the starter. He'll be the man. Uh, I, I didn't look know, I, I didn't look at their roster. I, they're doing pretty much a total rebuild. Of course, new coach. Um, did anybody else leave? Uh, they lost. Uh, Keekley retired, didn't he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke, I think he did. Luke Keekley retired. And, uh, you know, Ron Rivera is obviously out as a coach. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like the stars on that team have gone, so I I won't say it's a total rebuild, but they are. Um, but they still, they they, they signed uh, McCaffrey to a long term yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. So you got you know you got him, but what's the wear and tear going to be on him? Obviously, teams are going to be scouting and watching film for him and what he did to him last year. So don't look for him to be effective in a lot of those same things. Uh, teams are going to try to take those things away. Yeah, yeah. Um, once again, I think it was a very good 2020 NFL draft to be a virtual draft. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, it went off without with no hiccup. Yeah. Now, of course, every, everybody was still everybody wanted this Vegas thing to pop off because this this would have been the first time the, the draft was in Vegas. 
Um, I was real. I really wanted to see that. Um, you know, well, it'll be in two years. It'll be back. They they've already announced it during the draft. They announced it, so uh, they'll get a redo. Yeah, yeah. So we we will, see, we will see how that works. Once again, still still we're trying to figure out what's going to go on with the NFL season. Uh, I know a lot of other sports teams or a, a lot of other sports leagues are looking at what the NFL is going to do. Yeah, I want to. I want these people to stay they behind home so we don't jeopardize the NFL season and possibly you know finish the NBA season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, get a championship. You know, just the playoffs. I don't even think you know we need to go any further. Just start the playoffs from wherever. And then obviously baseball. You know, baseball is a sport that. You know, I don't think they can uh, afford to miss a whole season. You know what I mean? I yeah, think you're that, right. You're you know, right. you look at baseball and, and the way that things that they've gone through, the strike and obviously steroids and, uh, you know, another strike and, uh, you know, just, just things of those nature. I think it'll be real tough for baseball. Baseball, I think, will be the toughest sport to to come, come back. back from this. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're right now, that we're, we're looking like we're three weeks late for baseball. Around three yeah. weeks or around a month right now? Because they should have started think, yeah, about three weeks ago. Yeah, so yesterday where some you know teams are starting to issue refunds for games missed already, you know, the season ticket holders. Yeah, and you know they don't uh, want to so, do that. That's that They definitely yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah, you definitely want to. You know, you're starting to refund money. Uh, that means they definitely, you know, because right now it would still take them at least another month. Yeah. If, if they said, okay, let's start May 1st. They still couldn't play until June first. Yeah, that means they would have missed two two months of their season. Yeah. Um. Well, so, you know, let's see what happens because uh, allegedly Florida is getting ready to to open back up. You know, a lot of a lot of these um the, the baseball got the training camps down in Florida and Jupiter and and you know down that way. So we'll see what what's going to happen. Uh, you know, I, I just don't think it's a good idea. I mean, I, I think they're supposed to open, open the beaches all the way here in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, where people can go out there and not just, you know, it was just kind of working out before, but now it's going to be full beat. Yeah. Uh, with the numbers going down, you know, and obviously everybody wants to get back out. Uh, I just think, you know, maybe another two weeks, uh, maybe, maybe another month. Maybe. Could be, you know, be, be, you know. Those, what's the old saying? Better be safe than sorry. It is better with, with this situation. You look, you don't want you <laughs> don't want another gra- wave of this. Yeah, that's what your grandma used to yeah. say. Yeah. Better be safe than sorry, boy. <laughs> look, of course, we don't want another wave of this to come along and be worse than the first wave. You know, because then then we're looking at what Christmas or, or next year. You know, we we don't want that, and, and and I don't think the country can even take that. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I mean, election time. Uh, it's gonna be rough. Yeah, you know, this is this knocking off Trump supporters too, though. Man, well, they, I think they're protesting. They, they, they might, protesting and, they might they knock protesting. themselves off, drinking bleach and stuff. So, so who well, knows? Yeah, I hope so. I hope they all drink. I hope they all drink bleach. Drink all of them. That's why there ain't no bleach in the store. I hope they all drinking. <laughs> Look, let's um, let's switch gears, man. ESPN episode three, episode four, um. Of the documentary everybody has been watching. Oh, yeah. Chicago Bulls. Um, so, episode three and four focused on Dennis Rodman. And, um, look, yo, I'm really intrigued by Phil Jackson right now, man. Well, Phil was the man, you know. I'm and, really and, intrigued know, by Phil Jackson. When I when I look at these episodes, you know, I lived through them. Uh, obviously, 
you know, the second championship when they beat Portland, that was the day I graduated high school. Mm. We graduated, like, you know, earlier that day when the Bulls played later on that night and won the championship. Yeah. I remember being at my best friend's house, uh, Shannon. He had a barbecue, you know, you know, obviously, you know, get together, family, everything. When the Bulls game uh, was coming on and, uh, you know, us as high school seniors have just graduated, we're like, yo, we're going downtown. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we left and went downtown. The Bulls ended up winning and uh, we had a great time, you know. And, uh, you know, when I look at that, you know, I've started, started a couple of Facebook wars uh, on Facebook, you know, because, you know, obviously these tr- Detroit fans are coming out. Uh, they're mad because they talk about, you know, how the struggles that the Bulls did have to get over that hump and Dennis joining the, you know, the Bulls. Yeah. And how he joined the Bulls, you know, after having such tough series with, you know, Chicago, you know, yeah. putting Scotty and Mike on the ground. Yeah. You yeah. Know, being the main, one of the main, probably the main defender. Uh, or indeed, you know, him and Joe Dumas, the top defenders on Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen yeah. during that time. So, And I know I read, uh, I read somewhere this week that, that Dennis had to, had to make some apologies before joining the Bulls. I, I can see that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I can see possibly maybe to Scottie. Yeah. Uh, but I think Michael, you know, and, and I think, you know, they just had to come to a, obviously a, a mutual respect. And I yeah. think Dennis – you know, I had a you know a mutual respect for Scotty because yeah. they eventually did you know beat them and uh, you know move past them and uh, Dennis was one of the guys that didn't walk off you know so uh, you know Dennis has always been a guy that's been intriguing yeah. uh, when he came to Chicago I was like man how they signed Dennis Rodman but yeah. then you, like, you saw what was- he, you saw what he did I was like whoa you know. And, and and even even the stories they're telling, you know, the story they told when, when Dennis Rodman wanted his forty eight hour uh, vacation. <laughs> Vegas, yeah, the Vegas. Did you did you watch it? I did. I did, did watch it. it? I, I, so now, now I was now. watching the documentary, and it was crazy to me because they showed Dennis Rodman. He was walking out, and he was. I don't know if he was at some sports arena. I don't know if he was leaving. You know, a game with the motorcycle. A, right, and he yeah. had a middle light in his hand. Yeah, but then he he got on the motorcycle after he drank the beer. <laughs> And drove but away. Was the police, but the police were with him. Because Dennis, man, you, look, Dennis got and away said, with a lot of stuff. With I a lot said, of stuff. Man, um, look at this here. Also, also, I read this week. If you, if you saw that episode, I uh, remember Dennis did not come back. He, you know, Phil Jackson, all of them say, Dennis, we're giving you four to eight hours. Go to Vegas, blow off some steam, do what you need to do, come back. Of course, Dennis didn't come back in four to eight hours. Michael Jordan said it. he was like, Dennis ain't coming back. Um. So the way they edited it made it seem like Michael went to Vegas and got Dennis and brought Dennis back. But um, they cleared that story up. Somebody wrote that they were talking about it. What happened was Dennis came back from Vegas, but Dennis lived right across from the arena. I guess he had an apartment oh. over there. So Michael actually walked across because Dennis wasn't at practice. So Michael oh. actually walked across the street to his apartment Got his butt up out of the bed and brought him back over to practice. So that's what well, it was. Yeah. Michael didn't go to. He didn't go to. He didn't go to Vegas. It, it seemed like that, but he didn't go to Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a, a common lecture was still in the bed next. Yeah. <laughs> and she said that she's like Michael Jordan's coming through the door. I just need to throw on my throw on a sheet or something. I'm hiding. Which is look, how crazy is that, man? How crazy? Yeah, is that? And that means that means there's more people in the bed besides common <laughs> 
Dennis, wow. Dennis, 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 uh, his hit game has got to be, uh, I mean, the list for, for the top. I mean, Madonna, Common Electra, I mean, who knows? Look, Dennis was knocking him down, man. He was knocking him man. down. Hey, tell me this. He since, was a since, <laughs> since you were up in Chicago during during this situation, um, having having the Bulls, having Michael, who, as you can see from these episodes, are is loved from – Shit, Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson, everybody all over the world. You saw when Mike and them went to Paris, how, how crazy people yeah. were getting. How how did that or did that bring together the whole city of Chicago? Because I know Chicago, you know, Chicago is divided. You know, you got the right, you know, <laughs> it's kind of. Yeah, the vice lords and the gangsters. Yeah, you, you yeah, got yeah, all of that. Yeah. So so did Michael, did Michael bring bring everybody like under under one umbrella? Like, like we all Chicago, we all riding for Chicago. Oh, definitely, definitely. When he got there and brought a winning attitude to the Bulls, and yeah. as you say, you know, it was it was some struggles. You know, you know, Reggie Thiers years. It was some struggles. Artist Gilmore was there, a guy from Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, some struggles for for the Bulls. It, they weren't very good for a while. And when Jordan got there and brought that winning attitude and just uh, that no that no lose attitude, it really became. Uh, you know, more of a you know, cause city. Chicago's a, a a metropolitan city where you, uh, people work hard. So that that work hard mentality really took over the city, and everybody just kind of bought into it. Yeah, and everybody was a Bulls fan. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing the twenty three or thirty three jerseys. Yeah, of course, of course. Yo, that team is just a magic team, man. It was just magic. Uh, you, you, everybody played their part. Um, even just just the the whole thing breaking down how Phil you know wanted to do the triangle with uh with, what's his name with Tex and, yeah. and Michael was just like nah man you know I look you know you're taking the ball out of my hands but you know it took Michael a while to figure out that you know it let let all did. these other people help you know it definitely did and I think that was part of some of the losing with the the Pistons as well because Jordan hadn't necessarily bought all the way into yeah uh, trusting his teammates. Obviously, he had some issues. Scotty had the migraine game. Uh, you know, he had some, you know, guys that you know didn't, you know, they they, they didn't, you know, help him at some time. And yeah, uh, you know, Jordan felt like he he, he was there by himself. So I uh, think that is for well, him buying into that uh, and seeing the success. I think is really what you know had him buy into it. And once Scotty took off, uh, he felt like you know him Scotty helping him. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, definitely uh, he saw the light and, and you know, it really made him want to, you know, want to win. And he was a guy, you know, by all, you know, all accounts, people talk about Jordan wanted to win at all costs. And I think that's what what made him the light go off for him is this is going to help us win. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Jordan, Jordan made everybody on that team feel like that. Like, oh, we're going to win. We got to win. Jet. Yeah. I see you, Jet. Oh, yeah. I'm talking to Sierra. I see Sierra. Just join. Um, Luke 86. What up, Dave? Yo, I appreciate y'all uh, checking us out here on uh, Instagram Live. This is the first time we've done this. Um, yeah, we definitely got to do it. I would rather us do it like this. Um, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, I we, like got, we also rolling tape on this, too, because we're going to put the podcast up on um, on all of any place where you find po- find your podcast. We'll be there tomorrow uh, once I edit it and put this up. Um, yeah. Um, so, I mean, look, the biggest things of the week we talked about, we talked about the draft, we talked about uh, the documentary, which um, new, new, are they showing two this Sunday? 
or just one? Uh, for who the Bulls? Yeah, are they are they doing two two episodes Sunday? I think. That yeah, that's how they've been doing it. So I guess they are doing two more. Five. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a ten there yeah, five weeks as well from what yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. And then I guess once once they all air, then they'll start putting them on Netflix because Netflix is is uh. Yeah, uh, I tried to watch it on the Fire Stick, but they don't have like I don't know what Jordan did, but you can't find. Yeah, like, the, the, they they the locking that episode. sucker down, man. They locking they it down. down don't they? Yeah, they got locked down. They know you know the man. Everybody used to watch Empire early. Yeah, that, but, Empire. Okay, it, that. It's not happening because actually, actually, I didn't see it Sunday night, and I woke up Monday morning. And I was like, hey, let me try to look at it on demand. Mm-mm, player, nope. It wasn't okay, there. Watch it once you miss it. It's, 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 well, it, 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 it let it let me watch it like like uh, Monday afternoon. Oh, okay, yeah, because it came back on. Yeah, it let me watch it Monday afternoon, but like early early Monday morning, nah, player. So yo, you better set the DVR if you're not gonna see it when it comes on. I got mindset. You best do that. Um. So what's up? Um. So how's how's everything in Jacksonville? How, how's the people? How how you know, how are people feeling um, yeah, with, know, with still kind of being locked down? It's, I think it's kind of getting on everybody. I think everybody wants to get out. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, people are going to be smart about it. You know, I think we, when you look at the numbers for Jacksonville, I don't think a lot of people have been testing Jacksonville, to be honest with you as yeah. well. Uh, so hopefully uh, with them staying home because they haven't been tested, you know, it'll keep the numbers down and, and – uh, Hopefully the people that you know have been affected, you know, get the treatment that they need, and our numbers will go down, and we don't have a lot of uh, travel where people coming in and, and bringing their virus here. Yeah, um, I'm actually in D.C., so you know it's another it's, it's a different animal up here. Um, it seems like most of the most of the cases are in Maryland up in this area, though. Um, not so much down, you know, in D.C., but they're in Maryland. But, of course, you know, this this is something that's happening all over the United States. Um, yeah, the, the crazy part is, like, how is, like, like Brooklyn, one of the hardest spots, you know, yeah. hit, you know, the Nets? How would they be able to come and, and be able to play basketball? Exactly. You know, what, what, how do you, how do you, you know, how do, you know, that's just, I mean, I just don't see it. You know, anytime soon, that's just crazy for me. Yeah, and especially what Kevin Durant already, you know, he he has it, had it, but you know, yeah. what, whatever you want to classify him now. Um, and of course, you know, just being in a locker room like that, man, that's that's. Be, I mean, I think before they even bring the people all together, I think they're gonna have to quarantine them like fourteen days. Yeah. Uh, before you know, they can bring them all together uh, to to start team activities. And things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, then I think once they do that, I, I don't believe they're going to go back to their families. I think that's how baseball. Baseball is talking about having like a regional, you know, regional areas where they only play at certain stadiums and only you know baseball players and all the baseball players are going to you know, be in one area for all you know for all the regions of being one city. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that nature. So it's going to be interesting to see how things worked out. I think it, I think if we can get some some sports on TV that we that at least we can watch, you know, yeah. I, I, of course that'll make it a little bit better. I've, I think I've, that'll make it better, but I think that'll be uh, aligned towards back to normal. So I think people uh, will, you know, obviously if, if people are able to go to games and feel comfortable to go yeah. in big settings like that, uh, you know, I think that, that you know it'll be good. But when you look at it, you know, you see all these protesters, people who. 
um, you know, don't believe in it or, you know, think it's a hoax or a government conspiracy theory or yeah. 5G or whatever, you know, whatever they may believe, you know, they're still gathering. And I see people uh, catching the virus and dying from, you know, from these, you know, these gatherings. So yeah. uh, for people to feel comfortable to go and attend, I think that'd be the, the biggest, the biggest thing. Yeah. And, uh, and understand what, what's, what's got me a little bit worried is, you know, I'm seeing people, you know, I guess in the early weeks of it, we were seeing elderly people It really affecting elderly people or affecting people that already had pre, you know, pre-existing conditions. Um, you know, this, this, this past week, um, there in Jacksonville, Troy Sneed, who was a gospel singer, uh, he went to fam. You with me. Um, yeah, he, he's only like a year older than me. And I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know of him having any health issues. Um, but yeah, that, you know, that, 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 that bothered me. I was like, Whoa, you know? Yeah. I saw, I got a couple of calls. I got a call from my God brother the other day. He's like, yeah. You know, one of the, one of the homies, we went on a road trip when we was in college, you know, same age as us. Yeah. Didn't, didn't know to have any, you know, health issues passed away from it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, just because they don't know to have health issues, like, uh, you know, diabetes could be a problem. If yeah. you have diabetes, that could be an issue with it. So, I mean, just because, you know, you don't have a, a respiratory issue, that could be an issue, too. So, uh, I just want everybody to be safe, man, yeah. to be honest with you. I mean, be as safe as you can. You know, take precautions when you can. Yeah. Uh, and if you think you shouldn't go, don't. Don't go. And, and I mean, now <laughs> now what's seeming like it's happening is you – most places are making you wear a mask. Like I know I, I saw an email today. I know JetBlue is the first airline. If you're flying with them, you got to have a mask. Um, I also saw if you're going to Costco, like Costco, you can't come up in there without a mask. Yeah, publicist said that as well. Yeah. If you don't have a mask, or you can't come yeah, in. You can't come in. So um, once again, people, this is our new normal. This is what we're dealing with right now. Yeah, and everybody laughed at Michael Jackson for wearing a mask. <laughs> Look, and not everybody trying to find one on the, on the internet, trying to order their own mask. Look, Can't find one. Michael was ahead of his time, was he not? Ahead of his time. Um, yo, thank you for uh, checking out the uh, Keep It Real podcast. Uh, we will be up on the internet uh, tomorrow. You can catch a, uh, a copy of this podcast that you could. Really? I mean, I thought really? we was ending it up. I was ending it up, so, I mean, I was going to fix me a, a drink. <laughs> Um. At, yeah. As Big Sofa pours himself a drink, what what was that? What was that bottle? That was that was three olives. Great, but that was the end of it. But I got another <laughs> bottle on deck. <laughs> Look, <laughs> in, any anywhere you uh, get your podcast from, we will be there tomorrow. We're going to be on iTunes tomorrow, probably probably around tomorrow afternoon. iTunes, Stitcher, um, anywhere you get your podcast, uh, spread it around with a friend. Uh, follow us on our Instagram page. Uh, tell your friends about it. Keep it real podcast. Any of our information, just click the link in the bio. You can listen to older podcasts, all of that. Um, and we're going to be back every week. Every week. We can, we can do this live. I like this. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah, we can do this live. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and, you know, once I see, again. I see, I see you got your Nike sweatshirt on. I got mine on. Nike, we need it. What's up, Nike? What's up? What's, what's up, up, Nike? Nike? What? At Nike. <laughs> Um, I had Nike. Also, I, need, I need a new deal. Come on now. What's up, Nike? What's up? What y'all got? What y'all got for me? What y'all got hey, for a player? Hey. I got some too. Just hey. Look, let me look. Just, I'm, just, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell everybody the story so you can laugh before we leave. So, 
told you I'm up here in D.C. So, you know, they have a Nike store in Georgetown. Big Nike store is huge. It's four stories. Um, yeah, they got, like, all of the old Georgetown uniforms, all that stuff in there. So I went to went to the Nike store, check it out, walking around. And so I talked to one of one of the sales dudes. I said, hey, man. I said, where's your sales rack? He was like, nah, player. He's like, this is the Nike store. This ain't the outlet. He said, this yeah, is the store. <laughs> he, was like, yeah. he was like, yeah, ain't, ain't, ain't no sales rack, homeboy. I said, oh, I, I thought I was in St. Augustine. <laughs> I thought I was at the outlet. Ain't no clearance racks. Say, nah, player. Nah, this, this is the Nike store. We, we don't play that. Well, you see what the yeah. price is? That's the price. That's, that's what you're going to pay. <laughs> I said, okay. M- my bad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, um, no promo codes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I said no, don't worry about it. Play. I'm I'm gonna buy them online. I see them right here, but I'm gonna go online and get them. Okay. All right. I I see you later. I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. That's uh, uh, Nike stores is great. I miss that deal. At the NFL, they just call them and be like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna be in I'm being Vegas. I'm being Chicago. The stores that you know, the actual places that have Nike town store. Yeah. And uh, you know, you just tell me you want to go shopping. They give you, you know, five hundred to a thousand to go shopping in the store, or you, or you know, off your, off your deal. I used to love that. I miss that so Man. much. Yeah. Oh, come on, Nike. We got to come on. Keep That's it right. Podcast. Come on now. Keep it up. We we can oh, use we can that. Have, we'll take five thousand a year. Hey, and we'll do the podcast live from some of the Nike stores. We, look, we let's negotiate, Nike. Holler at us, man. Yeah. Holler. Come That's on. all you got to do. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> we out. <laughs>